Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidu Jacob, and I'm here this morning, one more time, to share with you today's episode of our ongoing daily fellowship with the world. Don't forget, we have been talking about heart cleaning. We began calling it house cleaning and realize it's better to call it heart cleaning. You know, we are always growing and always improving. And the reason for that is because the heart changes our perception and our perception changes our reality. Let me say that one more time. It is a heart change. Having a heart change simply means to change our perception. That means the way we see things, the way we view things, and if we think that something that looks immovable is movable, don't forget, it first begins with our perception, the way we view things. If we think that something that has previously been unmovable can be moved, that means we change our reality, we change our perception. That perception is what changes reality. Of course, you know what the challenge is has been we were doing it the other way around we we're trying to go out to change the outside realities without changing the inside reality what that means is that if i want to change the reality of my bank account if i have to change the reality of my income i have to change my perception the way i value myself the way i see money and the way i manage invest and control money praise god so what changes the reality that means the outside reality begins from the heart and that is why we've been dealing on this heart cleaning and also to help us remove or clean out any stone or things that means previous perceptions or experiences or encounters or understanding or what the tpt calls 40 patterns of thought 40 patterns of thought if we clean that out then it becomes easier for us to receive the truth that changes our perception so that our realities can change praise god amen and amen in other words we can reduce this thing to a repeatable process in every aspect of our life if we learn how to change realities and understand clearly how it works then it becomes something we can repeat in every aspect of our life if we look at any area of our life that is not working well we know we have to tune back in to change our perception get a better understanding new light and then shine that new light that reality becomes a change then secondly it also becomes something we can teach everybody around us imagine if you and i grew up knowing that this is how things work that this is how we can change any situation i'm sure that some of the fights we fought some of the things that we went through would have gone through with some of the frustration we have had to endure there are many people many single people in church today very many single people struggling praying crying fasting asking god to provide them a spouse don't don't forget that they are crying they are praying they are decreeing they are asking god to provide them ex-spouse but guess what the reality is that they remained unchanged their perception about marriage about who they are looking for about who should be their spouse 
hasn't changed. They remain standing on the same thing, expecting that after they have cried to God, calling many names, worship him in the night, sow some seed, and then that those activities will not change God's mind and God will provide them a spouse. So look inside yourself to see what is in there. Once that perception changes, you can see that God has already answered that prayer. Praise God. Amen and amen. And let me apply this principle this morning or this understanding this morning. Let me use things to explain it i will use what is going on currently to explain what i just told you and then i will go back to the scripture to tell you that this is not new age thinking this is not outside of the scriptures this is actually what jesus thought it's just that we really didn't understand it in that way praise god let me give you an example of what is changing right now just in case you have not realized or you don't know or you're not aware there is a rush now to invest towards curing aging. There's a rush. Billionaires around the world, scientists around the world. In fact, as I speak to you, they are gathering the best scientists in labs around the world to cure aging. To cure aging. That means to extend human life. In fact, I just read a new report that talks about the possibility of people living much more than, I don't even want to call the number because if I call the number, you may not believe. I just read a recent report on that and watch this. But how did we get here? Before this research, before this investment, people began making this investment. People started putting labs together to make this investment. How did we get here? Don't forget, before aging was seen as normal it's a normal thing people people were born they grow old and they die that was the way we saw it and for thousands and thousands and thousands of years it has remained that way we prepare for it we walk towards it we look towards it everybody is born you grow old and then you die and then, of course, we went back to the scriptures first to find out that no, death was not actually part of this equation from the beginning. Now, the scientific world is working on this. Now, but how did this work come? So that means if they succeed, and let me just tell you now that there are improvements, there is hope in some of the researches they are doing. Now, the reality, that reality we have always believed in, now changes, becomes a different thing. But where did all this begin? First of all, it was because scientists were studying this and then they got a new information. Praise God. They got a revelation. They got a new insight. They got a new good news. What did they find out? They find out that what happens really is that after some times, the human cells stops to divide. Of course, it divides to keep us more alive. And when it stops dividing, then age starts to occur. And they're looking at it. So how can we extend this so that cells don't stop to divide? Now watch this. So that new information changed the perception. They now start to say, wait a minute, that means aging is actually a disease. But before, we called it a natural phenomenon. And it remained to be so. Once we call this something else, that means our perception about it change to call it a disease, then it means that it is something that can be cured. Once that perception changes, then the reality changes. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me give you another example. The reason I'm pointing this out, beloved, 
is to help you understand how real this is that this thing we are saying is not far-fetched it's interpretation of reality the way it is supposed to be this is not some religious mumbo-jumbo no this is accurate this is true this is already happening around us and this is something that can happen in your life that means you can point at any mountain in your life and ask that mountain to move to somewhere else and it will be so let me give you another example did you know that a lot of people who eat unhealthy, including I myself, I used to do, you know that you're not eating healthy. You know, even your mind, based on the information that you have already, even your mind is telling you that these foods you're eating will cause you problems, but you, you keep eating the same thing over and over again. Sometimes you try to struggle to make change and that change is not working. Sometimes you try to do exercise, you do it for a while, you drop it. Sometimes you make up your mind, I'm going to eat healthy now, you do it for two weeks or so and you stop. Do you know why? Because the perception never really changes. The perception about food and drink never changes. We are trying to force a change on the outside when our mind remains unchanged. That is why people begin every year with decisions. I'm going to go to gym. They go register gym. They start doing all manner of stuff. But they cannot sustain it. Why? Because the mind was not changed. You are trying to change an outside reality without changing what's going on in your mind. But watch this. Once you make a shift to redefine what food is, to define food in its proper context, which is that food is supposed to serve as medicine. Food was given to us as medicine. Yes, we cook it where it is tasty so that we can enjoy it, so we can eat it. But food and drink was given to us as medicine. Now watch this. You have redefined what food is. And once you redefine, that means your perception about food changes, then it starts to change your reality. Brothers and sisters, food was designed to provide energy for us and it was supposed to protect us from diseases by what? Boosting our immune system. And what else is it supposed to do? Even helping us to heal and recover quickly if sickness occurs. Now watch this. But where did this begin? Food is not something for entertainment. I know we do it here. Yeah, it's not something we just fill our stomachs with. Don't forget, that's the perception we used to have. Food is something you are hungry. You feed your stomach with. You feel somehow you drink something. When you redefine food as medicine, food and drink as medicine, then when you open a bottle of beer to pour in, it's not whether it is sin or not. You know that you are drinking something that does not qualify to be consumed again. Because rather than providing and protecting for your, for your body, it is destroying your body. So when that perception changes, you keep saying this to yourself. Keep trying to rework your perception over and over to understand what I'm saying to you now. Your choices will begin to be modified. It becomes easier to make different choices because now you have a new understanding. You got a new information. If you haven't gotten that before, maybe you're hearing this for the first time today. That food and drink is supposed to be medicine is given to us as medicine once you change you got a new information that changes your mind you repent it gives you a new perception 
And guess what happens? That perception starts to modify your reality and suddenly your health begins to improve more and more. You are healthier, you fall sick less. Even when you do, you are able to recover because there's enough resources in your body to help you to recover very quickly. Praise God. Now, I don't want you to think I've gone off this morning. I'm saying some things that is not in the scripture, but you know that God is one beloved and Christ told us these things over and over and over again. It's just that we did not believe it or it was not explained to us properly. Don't forget what I'm balancing this morning is how our perception changes our reality. But to change perception is to change our heart. To change our heart is revelation, is new information, is new light. New knowledge comes in that says, wait a minute, aging is not natural, it's actually a disease. Once we classify it as a disease, then we can point to that mountain, it will move to somewhere else. Before you used to think about food, that's something you threw up in your stomach, something you used to entertain yourself, and suddenly you have a new information like I'm giving you this morning. Food and drink is supposed to be medicine that provides us energy. It also protects our bodies and help us to heal and recover when sickness occurs. That change of perception changes your reality. And that re and changing that reality changes a lot of other realities in your life. Praise God. Amen and amen. But let me give you the gospel example. Let's take everything I have said to you now. Let's go straight and take it from the mouth of Jesus. Mark chapter 11 verse number 23. Mark chapter 11 verse number 23. Jesus said, listen to this truth. I speak to you. Whoever says to this mountain with great faith and does not doubt. Watch this. Whoever shall say to this mountain, what did he say? With great faith, but and does not doubt. Now, the TPT says that this doubt here is being divided in your mind. That means your mind is not in one place. Remember, double-minded man does not receive anything from God. But what is doubt here? Why, why do you doubt? You doubt because your perception have not changed. You are trying to move a mountain outside that you have not moved inside of you. And isn't that why we get frustrated? We are trying to move mountain on the outside without first moving it in the inside of us. But Jesus says here, what moves the mountain outside is that there is no doubt in your heart. That means there is clarity. That means you have a new perception in your mind. Watch this. Mountain supposed to be immovable. That was how you saw it. But right now you have a new perception that poverty can be cured. Praise God. That, that because you live in Nigeria, because we have a bad government does not mean that we should also have a bad experience. So that mountain now starts to shift. Praise God. Watch this. Mountains are not supposed to shift. Mountains are not supposed to move but jesus says if my perception becomes that any mountain is movable and i don't doubt that in my heart he said it will be done he went on to say and the person says mountain be lifted up and thrown into the midst of the sea and believe that which he says will happen it will be done. That means your perception is that this thing is already done. In your perception, you have seen it done. The Bible says, Jesus says, it will be done. Praise God. Remember, aging used to be an immovable mountain. Aging used to be a natural mountain. It never moved. 
until there was a perceptional change that says wait a minute this thing is immovable and now it is beginning to move praise god amen and amen verse 24 as if that was not good enough jesus went on to say this is the reason i urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer be convinced that you have received it and it will be yours beloved he says believe convinced so does this prove to you that what changes reality when that change occurs where on the inside of us a cleaned heart is open to receive new light that changes your perception you start to see that what you think you lack is now what you have and jesus says it will be yours so let me break this down how it is supposed to work. That means, in the word of God, you discover that contrary to everything you've been taught and that you have believed, you are not poor, distressed, you are not a poor, distressed sinner begging God to have mercy on you. Let me take that one more time. Contrary to what religion said, contrary to what you've believed, contrary to the picture that you have because the picture you have of yourself before is that you are a poor distressed sinner begging God to have mercy on you begging God to feed you begging God to give you spouse begging God to drop money for you now you receive a new revelation in the gospel that says to you no you are a son of God already blessed and you are reached by your father because of his love not because you are perfect or imperfect no but because of his love for you he has already blessed you that you cannot be in christ and be cursed you cannot be in christ and not be successful you cannot be in christ and not full of peace now this becomes what changes where does the change occur first in your heart but what brought the change in your heart it is the truth of the gospel just in the same way they discovered new light about age and now it's changing that perception that old mountain is now being moved is the same thing watch this you discover in the word of god that you are not a poor distressed sinner you are not a hopeless person you are not a useless person you are not poor like the world have described you you are not some inconsequential element somewhere there no you are a son of god already blessed and enriched by your father why because of his love now watch this that new discovery changes your heart in other words it gives you a new perception praise god and some of these perceptions can be so real that you can feel it and experience it in you even before you see it manifest and that's what jesus was teaching that this light becomes so real to you it becomes so clear in you that even emotionally you can begin to assess those things as though you are living in that reality right now and when you are tuned in into this place jesus says whatever that thing you ask it will be done you will see it that means this change of heart it means that you have a new perception a new faith 
a new tongue, a new language, and a new expression of that perception. And guess what? It gives birth to a new reality. Praise God. Amen and amen. I wish I could have said this more slowly as possible. Please repeat the message one more time and until you understand what I'm saying. If you don't understand what I'm saying, please go ahead and ask me the questions. I will be willing to explain to you one on one. Beloved, this is the miracle that you and I have been praying for. God is showing us in practical terms how we can change any reality. That it is not about waiting for God to drop things from heaven is about shifting our perception to align with what he has done, tuning ourselves to be the same energy with what we are looking for. That's what Jesus says. Believe, be convinced that you already have what you are asking for. That means your perception, that means the energy in you, that means the feeling in you becomes one with what you're looking for. Jesus says that thing will be given to you. Praise God. Amen. So that also confirms the truth that everything has already been provided. Everything has been made available. God has finished creation. Praise God. It is our ability to turn to the right energy. That's exactly what Jesus was saying here. He said, when you are praying for something, watch this. When you are praying for something, he says, be convinced. That means there's no double-mindedness. That means your perception has changed from lack to abundance. Even though, watch this, even though materially, physically, you have not seen it. But what Jesus is saying here, if you are in lack and you are praying, now your perception on the inside of you changes from lack to abundance. He says because of that abundance that is in you, it will manifest. That's exactly what Jesus is saying. But don't forget what we used to do is to pray and wait for God to change it. They will not believe that it is real. No, that's contrary to what Jesus said. Beloved, let me stop here because of time. I have taken my time this morning, not just to show you only in the scriptures, but to tell you that this principle is applicable to every area of our life, whether you are a believer or not. Why? God wants our lives to prosper. God wants our lives to good, do good. Imagine if everybody had that mind. Imagine everybody is imprisoned in that religious mindset that we just sit down and be praying and be crying to God and be crying to God and then things will change. Our lives will not improve. That's why I said it is good that some people don't have religious understanding. They believe only in science because now that they have seen that something ought to change, they believe and trust that the wisdom to be able to change that thing is there. Praise God. I hope this makes sense to you this morning. I hope this has been a blessing to you this morning. And so let me sign off this morning. Also remind you to keep the message in your prayer and the messenger. You have been served so dutifully with love in your heart. Go ahead and serve as many as you can. And I come back to you again tomorrow. Shalom.